0: Dedicated to Henry Farman. In the year of the Primal, the four terrestrial earth. Man mastered the mammoth and
1: horn. Man was the Lord of the earth. He made him
0: Good afternoon, good evening, good whomever, good whatever, etc. etc. I am Alan Averill. This is episode 95 of Agitators Anonymous. And here we are. Didn't I say that this one would be about Elizabeth Bathory? Well, 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 keep your powder dry and all that kind of thing. It's coming up, but it's not very often I get to uh, speak to my good friend Steve Hughes, the comedian. Um, Steve is or was part of for a small channel like my YouTube channel. Um, the biggest video that I did actually over our interview during the whole lockdown scenario um, one adult mind talking to one other crazed individual, whatever you want to say about that, etc., etc. Me and Steve have. A long, long friendship going back over 20 years. In fact, he even played the drums on a primordial tour once because, of course, Steve was part of Slaughter Lord, Mortal Sin, all these kind of bands in the 80s, presto in the 90s. But you, of course, probably know him as a stand-up comedian and one who has stood up for, for example, freedom of speech and been anti-censorship and really been out on a limb in saying exactly what he feels and exactly how he calls things and sees things and all that kind of thing. He is um, something of an unstoppable force, if you wish. Um, So this is a long conversation with Steve. It's a wild ride. Um, And probably if you're listening to this now, you don't quite get all of the crazy hand movements and nuances. So you maybe want to go over to the YouTube channel um, because it is... You know, it's all about the facial expressions with Steve and the gurgling laugh and all the things you love and know about the guy. He's got an Irish tour coming up in April, so um, you know, keep looking out for those dates. But yeah, so this is going to be a long, rambling, crazy chat with Steve into all sorts of deep, deep stuff. Steve, Steve is a very spiritual kind of guy, um, and try as I might to try and hold hold uh, the ground with rationality. And um, with that and, you know, some of Steve's philosophies and beliefs, there is literally you are, um, I don't know, a collection of stones trying to stop an onrushing river or something or some complex analogy, well, or a better analogy that I should have thought of before I started the podcast to explain the onrushing stream of consciousness from which you have very little escape. You just have to let it wash over you. So in reality, um, if you think to yourself... God damn, Alan didn't say much there um, for a long time. And how come he didn't question Steve this? Watch the YouTube video and you will see exactly what I mean. It's kind of impossible. So it's it's the wild ride. It's the wild the wide, wild The wild ride. Strap yourself in and be shut out into outer space with my friend, um, my old and dear friend, Steve Hughes. Now, before we get to that, I must say, and I haven't said it in the podcast so far, but um, Primordial is touring in April and a lot of tours have been cancelled right now and it's still not 100% that this tour, of course, is happening. But it looks like it might just hit that um, window where things are opening up properly and it might be one of the first um, tours that can happen. So um, I'm going to read out the dates and see, and if you're somewhere near, it's Primordial, Nagelfar from Sweden and Rome. Opening up a really interesting and diverse lineup, you must surely admit. And um, I'm sure some of you are hesitant to go out and buy tickets and all that kind of thing, but it looks to me, um, and you know, it might seem strange for me to be saying something positive, but it looks like this could be one of the first first tours that's happening. So you've got this is from the eighth, so the eighth of the fourth, so the eighth of April. 8th of April, Bochum in Germany. 9th of April is Derbury Rock, a festival in Belgium. 10th um, is Birmingham, UK. The 11th is London, UK. Um, please come out and support us for those shows. The hardest on any tour is Sunday and Monday. And I get it. Even if you've seen the bands before or you're thinking to yourself, oh, it's Monday, it's work, etc., etc. I get it. But bands can't tour if everything is just only weekends. That's just kind of it. Um, And I think especially after the pandemic, we've all seen how music, musicians um, and the things, you know, that you love, as in, you know, the communion of live music and stuff was treated, etc, etc. So it's a roundabout way of me saying, please come out to those shows. Um, The 12th is Colmar in France. 13th is Lyon, France. 14th is Lyon. I said that twice. 14th is Paris. 15th is Prattlin in Switzerland. The 16th is Mannheim in Germany. The 17th is Dark Easter Metal Meeting. Um, and that is in Munich. Um, the 18th is Eindhoven. 19th is Berlin. 20th is Bremen. And then we finish on the 21st in Copenhagen. 22nd in Gothenburg. And 23rd in Stockholm. Um, there are low ticket warnings for Copenhagen, Gothenburg and Stockholm. I have to say the pre-sales even before um, we started back up talking about this are uh, were quite a lot. So... All i can say is heathen crusade part three those are the dates if you're around about somewhere near please try and get to them because after this long break off we all need to put in i suppose some effort etc etc to try and keep live music rolling and all that kind of thing so the podcast is sponsored by metalblade.com if you're in north america use the promo code AA Podcast, and you will get um, 10% off your order. But other than that, go and check out Metal Blade. Ten, 40 years of history. I said 10. My brain is not working today. 40 years of history, all sorts of great stuff. Um, and if you also want to go to put into, um, you, you know, Nemthianga. People, Well, actually, that's my black metal name, whatever you want to say. I chose it in 92, 93. What does it mean? Niem is like evil, and Shanga is tongue or language in Old Irish, so it means evil tongue. There's a little bit of nonsense information for you as we move ever towards that crazy chat with Steve Hughes. But... Um, if you go to Spotify and put in Angus' classic metal blade playlist, you will find a couple of playlists I've made of old eighties metal blade stuff. Go and check that out. There's a few other ones there: Speed Metal Hell, You Are Doomed, etc., etc. For maybe when you're getting when you're getting your doom on, smoking a few bongs. I don't know whatever you crazy kids do of a weekend. Um, you might want to. Subscribe to one of those playlists and take a look. But there you go. You've got the dates of the heathen crusade, etc., etc. I've got some interesting podcast stuff coming up, some other people to talk to, and I think some interesting topics as well, some more musical ones and that kind of thing. And, of course, the promised ones that I've been doing, waffling on for ages with, like Elizabeth Bathory. But listen, this is a chat Um, A totally spontaneous chat with my good friend, the comedian, um, Steve Hughes. An outspoken man, a free thinker, a free spirit. There ain't nothing you can do to keep the man down. So here we go, Steve Hughes. And before I forget, if you want to support the show... Go over to my Patreon, www.patreon.com/slash alan Averill. It's a growing community. It's cool. Lots of people chatting with each other, giving each other advice, um, books, music, movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Some rehearsals, some demos, this and that. I think it's worth a look. All right, and there's no tears, as I can't figure out how it works. All right, my friends, Steve Hughes. Yeah, when Rick Mail died, I just thought that's a bit sad. So I bought this mug. I mean, it has Agent Empson as well, but I thought, that's all right, you know.
1: Mate, that's fucking killer.
0: Well, I mean, Rick Mail
1: and... and What's also, this? Now something else has popped up. This meeting is being recorded by the host of the
0: That's me. So, so I just press got it? You don't have to press anything. You're not recording. I'm recording. <laughs>
1: I know, but this, this thing is in the middle of the screen now. Okay, got <laughs> it. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh oh yeah you've got decline you, that's you, all right
0: there you go
1: that was the guy who was ringing me about the irish tour so that's me.
0: all right okay yeah yeah when well when i went on somewhere or other and thought i need something with a rick Mail face on it you know when i when <laughs> i when i was in um, california for frost and fire festival do you remember that band from detroit black death they're like a oh, speed really? metal speed metal band, um, all black dudes, and like amazing fucking speed metal bands, and they were playing in the s- second room at Frost and Fire. But the bass player was this big, tall, skinny white dude with a cricket hat on, and he was just wearing this old white t shirt with just <laughs> Rick Mail's face on it. And I was like, <coughs> "Fucking great!" And I thought <laughs> he was just like, "Yeah, man, cool." And I was like, "Yep." And we just stood there looking at each other. I was like, "I think I need something with a." With the rick Mail on it i mean you know
1: all, I, all i've got this so I, I, I bought this because i don't live anywhere
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's certainly not because you're sweet but you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what's yeah, going the guy
1: on who, the, the irish promoter just said he goes we're getting some yes we've got more gigs yes it seems you're quite Seems you're quite liked here. He goes. He mustn't <laughs> know you very well.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Things are. I mean, you know. So things are like that are able to happen now. I mean, our our cabal of you know health, whatever they were, sort of like those um, those sort of little monster guys in the dark crystal or whatever that meet and go they decided they're just they had enough at nine in the morning they went i don't think we should do this anymore and at nine in the evening our our leader um Michal just stood on the steps outside the parliament and went okay tomorrow morning 6 a.m yeah and a week and a week later all gone and it's like it's not even in the news here anymore like it's just over it's fucking crazy like it's i really we were just like gobsmacked whatever you want to call it, just like holy shit, they just went, ah, enough. Because, you know, you look at the shit that's happening in fucking Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Germany, Austria, fucking France, still hanging on to the last authoritarian vestiges of whatever this pantomime is. And Arla just went, ah, bollocks to it anyway. So I don't know. Very strange, but um, yeah. So that, therefore, that a tour like that can now fucking happen, you know?
1: Oh, indeed. I mean, I Oh, was <laughs> just great pictures <laughs> yeah. you know so what, what's what, a particularly what's a know? particularly posh tipple well, it <laughs> depends where you come from, sir well, we come from hammer Smith, sir, <laughs> so half of miles.
0: <laughs> well, you know what do you know them um, uh, if you look back at them, um, they're what you call the um the two characters on bottom were from this thing they used to do called the dangerous brothers. Do you ever oh, see yeah, that? Dangerous that? Yeah, 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 like one of their sketch characters. So I'm going back and there's like a, a big kind of like sort of weird old VHS TV special about 20 minutes, half an hour of the Dangerous Brothers. And it's just mainly them smashing each other with shit and destroying things. And then they just made the well, bottom they, out of it, you know?
1: Well, they've always been like, that show when I first saw Bottom, I thought it's just this is just like Tom and Jerry, you know?
0: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's, it's like people doing cartoon violence
0: like yeah well that's what it is exactly it's like sort of old sort of vaudeville or as you said well, it's like cartoon violence or something you know i went and rewatched it there in the lockdown and i still kind of i still enjoyed it you know mate it, it's it, fucking brilliant it's still brilliant you know that yeah. one with the gas guy yeah yeah the gas man yeah yeah you're, you're trying to say hit him with the fry pan yeah fry, fry, fry. It's like a cartoon. It's just ridiculous, right? <laughs> my, my favorite bit is when he's trying to um, Eddie's trying to teach him chess, you know, and they have all the <laughs> and they've all got shrimps and sh- all this kind of stuff Spider-Man like Spider Man, yeah. <laughs> and he just goes attack, 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 and just sprays the shit everywhere. I love it. <laughs>
1: it's just, uh, mate. I love it. I think that show holds up great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a shame. Uh, there. I mean, it wasn't even. Oh, the only like 62, 63 or something, really, wasn't
1: he, you know? Yeah, he wasn't old. No. You know, I actually watched, uh, I didn't watch it, I saw a bit of it the other night, uh, American Werewolf in London. Oh, right. And what's, so, and what's interesting is that guy in the bottom episode that plays Mr. Mister uh, Rottweiler. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, okay. Good. The big guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's the guy, the he's best. the barman. Is he? he's the barman in the he's the barman in the American World War from London, right? Right, yeah, yeah. But and what's so funny is I watched I saw that scene the other night and then it flashes around the guys in the bar because one of the Americans goes, So what's that pentangle mean? That's when the bar yeah. goes silent, it flashes and Rick Mail's in it. Really?
0: Yeah, it <laughs> just flashes to this guy, and there's Rick Mail, really young. Like, it's a it's a, the bit the most thing the thing I take away from as a kid from watching American Moral for London, is never trust a man whose eyebrows meet in the middle, kind of, or whatever that is, you know? But it's a long time since I saw that movie. Does it still stand up? Yeah, it's a good movie.
1: It's a good movie. It's got Jenny Atherton in it, Akater in it, whatever her name is, too. That nurse. Was she from The Prisoner or one of those shows? One of those sort of early, oh, sort of like English 18- kind of James Bondy, maybe the, the, the Avengers or something? I think she oh, might have been the hot okay, chick in the yeah. Avengers.
0: Maybe that's like 80. 18- what year is that movie 81 82 83 or something
1: yeah something like that
0: all right maybe it could be it could be
1: even 79
0: 78 could
1: be back then i mean i only realized ever. Yeah, i didn't know that halloween john carpenter's first one was 78. yeah yeah i thought that was like the, an 80s slasher thing or something and, like, and, like
0: I, and i like the way that he just didn't he just wanted to make the music himself but didn't wasn't a musician at all and so invented this almost invented single-handedly this Sort
1: of like well, I watched lots of interviews with filmmakers and that. And uh, I watched him where he got that rhythm from because his yeah. father was a musician. His father, he, he goes, My father, he goes, All that was, was when my father taught me five, four time. Okay. Right. So instead of just four four time, he goes. Well, this is like five four. We get ba 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 ba
0: ba ba
1: ba 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 ba
0: ba 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 who uh knew about it and then regurgitated the things they said because it made me seem like i understood more <laughs> but you know but the uh, simon from primordial uh, he did t- teach me one or two things that stuck with me six eight he goes six eight he goes think about it like this rashers and sausages i was like what and he goes one two three four five six one two three four five six one two three four five six rashers and sausages rashers and sausages. i was like oh yeah because primordial is in that fucking... All the time. Galloping
1: six, eight times. Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah.
0: That's how you teach an idiot something. I refer it to something so fucking, you know, childish and, you know, as mundane as rashers and sausages. And I was like, all right.
1: But mind you, all... all, okay. all, all. All drumming syncopation you get taught with your drum teacher when you're going one, I'll let two, I'll let three, I'll let four, I'll let one, I'll let two, I'll let three, I'll let four, I'll let one and two and three, I'll let four, I'll let one and two and three, and one E and a two E and a three E and a four, and one, I'll let two, I'll let three, let so you get the difference between triplets and. You know, that's going to be.
0: That's going to be a good bit for people just listening to that. You <laughs> can see your stupid fucking face doing that. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, well no, no, no.
0: but it makes a lot of sense because you're
1: tying the sound into your brain and your yeah. fucking body. Right? And
0: so, you know. yeah, and you're not using complicated um sort of metaphors or things to explain it. Right. Rashes and sausages stuck in my head. So there you go. <laughs> if you don't know what six eight is, it's you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four. Anyway, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So, what's going on? Am I? I mean, the obligatory, the obligatory first question should be, "What do you think about Jimmy Carr?" But yeah, I mean, you probably, oh, be asked, you've been asked, probably been asked that like twenty times recently. Have you, no?
1: no I haven't done many interviews at all. All right. Well, what, do I, what, what do I think about Jimmy Carr? Or what do I think about the kerfuffle over a joke?
0: Yeah, I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? My favorite, my favorite, my favorite response was some woman from the SNP who said, "We have to figure out a way of um, catching and penalising the people who laughed." Wow! I just wonder how do people quite so stupid attain some levels of influence and power? I suppose that's really it. Well, that's
1: it? that's how they get it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh Oh, yeah, well, you know, it's very difficult to do decent comedy to people who are very intelligent or have been, because because that joke has nothing to do. When I heard that joke, I thought, like, well, it's got nothing to do about laughing at gypsies being killed. No. That's got to do with how you actually yeah. don't take other people's on board. As yes. <laughs> it, it,
0: It's exactly, for, for somebody who understands the sort of meta joke there, it is Jimmy basically saying, well, there are all these other people that you never hear of because society doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't give them less value or less worth or all these kind of stuff. And so he, what he's pointing out, actually, he's pointing out the opposite of what the joke infers. But you, oh, see you, have, you have to be a complete fucking idiot. Um, and also, you know, again, it's the crowd are there. They paid in to see him. It's his special. You watch it. I don't know. And then you've got like fucking people in parliament saying we, we're going to find some way to you know um hold netflix accountable and i don't know th- i think this last two years has
1: yeah 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 but they don't want to hold that kit accountable for putting cuties on there do they
0: no well i mean well, well then they should be i mean if, if this
1: like is a show about pedophilia just promoting pedophilia from the satanic cabal right yeah no. no, no we got to, we've got to but- get to also that jimmy carjake said to me like well guess what gypsies are still persecuted in your mind yeah Right, right because they're still an outcast right yeah and yeah. Then we're, 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 yeah, yeah that's,
0: yeah, that's, that's, it, that's, and that's it. it's exactly he's actually stating the complete obvious or opposite to what the the joke um, uh, you know fundamentally implies and everybody gets that because they understand whatever you call it maybe i sound pretentious but the meta narrative or the back narrative or whatever you know they get they go oh fucking hell yeah i never thought about that before because he's also introducing a figure which most people don't realize so in a way it's also educational on the horrors of um this period of uh, of history. I don't know. It's quite <clears throat> I just wondered what your fucking take on the whole I mean I think I figured as much, but it's well, uh, it's
1: quite incredible that you know Well I do this. Well it's it's incredible and it isn't. It's in, it's not incredible because of the environment we're in. So yeah. it's simply the reaction of these people in this ideological sort of nightmare that they have all sort of decided to get brainwashed into or mm. it's always it's always more frustrating, but I think that at this point in Human, I've been here fifty fucking odd years and now we're discussing things that were just that were just normal like, twenty years ago. Like, 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 like right, 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 right. Well, so do you think that men can get pregnant? What are you talking about? Yeah, right. and you know, doesn't the West, which is you know, it's so science obsessed, it's SWAT's priests for scientists, right? And so. And they didn't didn't they have didn't they have when we grew up? Wouldn't wouldn't a couple of biologists come on and sit there and and boast about how they discovered hormonal systems and the different things that they did? We used to sit there and talk about this, joy and teach this in class. Yes, yeah, see, yeah. see how intelligent we are. We've worked all these systems out. Now the very system that promoted all that is going no, mm. it, it doesn't exist. Well, it's, I, it's, it's insanity.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it, I think, but everything's inverted. So, yeah, I think what it is, it's. Um it's fundamentally in the last 10, 20, let's say 20 years, but specifically the last 10, the idea that, um, let's say, transnational corporations or the ruling elite, whatever you want to call it, whatever name you place upon it, kind of went, well, how can we have them at each other's throats with this divide and conquer while we get on, we're doing what we're doing. Here you go. Here's the culture war. Here's wokeness. Here's whatever else. So you guys can pull each other apart over... Um, you know, disseminating biological fact or whatever you want to call it. Well, we, we'll just get on with, you know, mining for coal tan in um, yeah. the middle of Africa <laughs> with child slaves or whatever. Just, shh. you know, because it's well, it's perfect for my big companies because they can say they're equitable and they, say, can say, they can change their, you know, modus operandi to anthropology and, you know, how much we care while still remaining the same and you know they don't have to change anything they don't have to stop as we say remember when we were growing up or you know you you had um you know companies were held responsible for when they polluted a river in india or something a union carbide or something nobody talks about that anymore oh all, all we're <laughs> we're, fucking, we're arguing about uh, fucking emojis <laughs> well they, do you know what i mean they created I mean- this thing they created this thing and they just went here you go you fuckwits argue about this while we continue doing the fucking same thing. It's just, it's complete. It's not even smoke and mirrors. It's like, it's beyond that. It's, it's, we've been invited into a pantomime and we're all taking part. And now you take, get this one from the SMP going, we need to hold people accountable. It's like, so you're telling people what they kind of, kind of laugh at the, the, the last two years of, of, of like, I think that's just this huge swell of like childish authoritarianism that was just under the surface with all of these people. Cause now they've had two years of emergency rule. Sorry, there was I, I said about fucking 40 stupid things there in a row, but you know what I mean? Look, I can do this with a swivel. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just it's it's just you're being invited to take part in a psychodrama, pantomime. Oh yeah,
1: it's a complete sort of dance macabre, isn't it? It's just a dance of death, really. It's just mm-hmm. a satanic pantomime. Everything's inverted, everything's everything's this how I just <laughs> this is this is how I uh well, you know, or to me, this is how I see it. Your systems are gutted, right? Your, your institutions are gutted. Uh, they're not giving mean, you. Anything. What, do you gutted, what do you mean gutted?
0: What do you mean gutted?
1: Well, 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 the cops aren't on your side. The government's not on your side. The the the, the job center's not on your side. All these things have been gutted. Like you you I mean, your government sold off your, some of your natural resources way back in the eighties, didn't they? They sell it. They're selling off your country. Yeah, they right? did so, that, you're, yeah. So, so, you're a slave nation. Why? Right? Because 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 now, now you're, you, 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 are oh, we going to sell our electricity? Why would you sell your electricity to an outside source that can decide to cut it off? Right? So yeah. you're a slave nation. You sell your farms to something else that now has dominion over this. Right? This is the necessity to feed your country. Right? So you sell these things. So now you're a slave nation. I think that's why they changed the name of customer to consumer, which is another psychological thing because now, because now you're, you're, they're the host and you're the consumer. Mm. right so you used to be a customer was well, the customer was always right mm. why well because we're going to provide the service and we've got to have the best service to get the customers but now say, like, well we've monopolized all the services and now you're a consumer yeah right you're, you're like a you're like a leech right which also goes into the psychological programming of climate change why because it's your fault you yeah. creatures right yeah. you're just consuming you're just consuming right so so all these things tie in together right right what I mean with everything gutted, it's like it's like everything has no substance anymore. But they put it, but they put a big uh, uh, fluorescent light on the front, telling you how brilliant it is. Right? But if you if you go through the front door, it's just an empty warehouse with an yeah. old filing cabinet, a steel chair, and a dusty yeah. corner like an <laughs> X Files set, right? But it,
0: <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it feels like in the last two years that the pretense of even of even um, having a curtain. Drawn across all the stuff is just gone. They've just gone. Like, look at, you know, like you look at what's happening in Canada and you'd go, Trudeau is behaving like a 1970s Eastern European dictator and someone who pretends to, you know, gives lip service to, you know, minority rights and this. And it's like, you're behaving like an Enver Honecker or a, I don't know, like a, a, a mild dictator from, I'm not going to say Ceausescu or something, but like, I'm trying to pick some Moldovans. It's like, what the fuck? How. I think that it's just that the pretense of even like I said, the curtain being drawn across some of this is just gone now. It's just like Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you know We are we are against you uh, fundamentally as an well, individual. Well I think, you know, well it's it's
1: I, I only come up with theories. It's almost like, well, well, it's just here's the funny thing that people just don't think anything's going on. Everything that's going on has been in front of your face for fucking well, you could say thousands of years, right? But let's just go in our time frame, right? It's all the secrets are hidden in front of you. You can just go to government websites, right? It doesn't, you don't have to go to conspiracy theory books. You can go to the website. Yeah. They
0: will tell you what they're doing. Well, that's what the World Economic Forum <laughs> <laughs> is doing. Right. The, World, the World Economic Forum made a video in which went, a video, and they showed us and went, you will own nothing and be happy, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, 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 it's like, like people go, ah, oh, it's conspiracy. It's like, well, no, there's, it's there. They made, they made the video. <laughs> It's
1: on the fucking website. See, here's see, sometimes I think, well, why not reveal it now? Right? How long can you hold it, right? Because also I think, is this a test, right? To see how many of them still don't see.
0: I think, yeah. Well, but, I mean, well, it's clear that it's clear that an awful lot of I mean, I don't personally I don't ascribe every Thing, I mean, you know, that saying: don't always put down to malice what you can to incompetence. I think that I don't think, think there's one umbrella structure because I think it's too chaotic. I think the world is too chaotic, and I think there's too many moving parts. And I think there's an awful lot of grifting cowards. And the the, the, the fundamental concept of the i of that human beings are risk averse, and you know, it's fight or flight, and people will flee. And so, therefore, there was there is you can't assume bad faith on the on the on the behalf of every actor. Like a friend of mine said to me how come do you think Ireland released all the rules? And I said, well, maybe we, maybe because we're in this way of looking at things, we assume always bad faith on behalf of all of our health officials, but that's not true. It can't be true. Some, some not. So the percentage, the needle is always in the middle, I think, of, of, of both sides of the argument. So I don't always assume bad faith, but certainly you're right in the sense that these, these plans or these ideas or these, you know... Things they're out there for anyone to read. And I think the, the whole I think I'm sure the pretty sure that the people who made those plans are the same ones who injected the words conspiracy and theory into our modern vernacular and culture. So as people like I know people who just go, Ah oh, it's conspiracy theory, and I go, Well did you read it or do you know anything about it? Nah. So it's just an easy way to go, ah don't just say I don't know. But no one ever says, Do you notice know this?" notice in modern society? Nobody ever goes, I don't know about that. No one ever
1: Night. says that. No one Night. Tell me about tell me about it. I mean, because 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 the the just the, the egoic desire to be correct, right? mm. like, Here's what I say say sometimes right, when people get to me, so you think I'm brainwashed, Steve. Well go, yeah. Like we all are. Yeah, we all are, yeah. Like, like, why do you think you got out of it? Yeah. Like, like you went to school, you watched TV, Tang. you got yeah. some, right? So secondly. Don't let your ego get in the way because you haven't been duped by idiots. No. <laughs> right. but, You've been duped by by black magic sorcerers who go back thousands of years. Well, You've been duped. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Right. You've been duped by the media, right? When they make an ad, they don't just film the actors and whip it down to fucking uh uh, uh editing and put it on the TV. Now
0: they've got fifty-five psychologists in a room yeah, yeah. looking well, at it. Well, yeah, right, right, going right, tweak that bit. Tweak well, I mean, that bit. look what? at the people who were, um, uh, you know, advising Sage, for example. They had more behavioural psychologists than they did economists, or people. Somebody there going, "Hey, a, the economy is going to ruin, and b, suicides, and all these other screenings and other things, and cancer check-ins are going to go like a tsunami of other stuff because people are going to not be able to go and see doctors and something. But they had more behavioural psychologists trying to do what they call, you know, the nudge. You ever read about read that book? how to nudge the public into accepting all new rules and regulations. And this is, this is basically once you coerce people through fear, as you say, this fight or fight or flight thing means I, I I read this beautiful analogy of it was that it's in our, it's in our um, hunter gatherer past or our genetics. And that if you're in the, if you're in the forest and you hear a a rustle coming towards you, it makes more sense to fucking run than stand and wait to see what it is. So, you know they play, but in this instance, in the whole you know lockdown restrictions concept, I think they're they're the people rustling the tree, so to speak, or behind the rustle, you know. So they know what is coming, but they they play on people's fears uh, in order to you know to nudge them into um, well, well, so accepting all, all of these is, things, you know. Well,
1: this is just old school, and then it, yeah, I yeah. mean it's complex. I mean it's complex in the sense of that that so many things. You have to do it. That's why I find it funny when you know, even if some people are waking up. I hate that expression, but you know, learning yeah. some stuff. Perhaps they haven't listened to right before. It, it I don't. I don't want to put anyone down or whatever happens to someone else. But to me, it's not because people go, "Do you want me to believe that, Steve?" And I'm like, "No, no, learning about new information is about believing stuff." It is at first because you get so excited, right? Like anything, right? Oh, look at this, right? Then you realize that, hey, look, there's there's misinformation in here too. Mm. And then as the years go by, you realize what? Well, some of your belief systems break down because it's not about you believing things. You need your internal belief systems that you've been programmed with by the brainwashing to break down because Mm. those programs are are making these people go, no, it's bullshit. Mm. That's bullshit, right? Because when you give them the information, it's like an algorithm. It goes in. They've done nothing about the program. They just go, no, it's bullshit yeah that's bullshit that's how I, that's, this is my simplistic way of describing it Right, well, but no, that's what was, it's like because you see their reaction right so when you also the, the entire society is constantly putting you into fight or flight it's stress related hmm. right everything's stress related taxes money stress things right wars right they're, 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 they're socially engineering you and and traumatizing you constantly yeah. of course right? I, so that so the cultures are traumatized the psyche's traumatized yeah, yeah. you're in fight or flight right you you so you're in this state of fear. Then when you're in the state of fear, and when you want to go deep, I heard a great quote the other day. When you shine fear into the unconscious, you see demons. Right? When you face, when you when you get look into the unconscious, mm. incomplete lack of fear, you see angels. Right? Because the unconscious is where everything's fucking going on. Yeah. Right? Right? Where, where, you know, why what is advertising? Why have they got 55 psychologists in that room to work mm. out how to make this ad go into you? Right. Well, because the unconscious. Yeah, needs to be hit, right? Well, I so think- everybody's. So, so the the church first got into your unconscious, didn't they?
0: Right? Well, I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. So,
1: but it's perfect. Here's where, here's where I see how can you. Here's one thing I think where how how have they got hmm. so many people under this spell, because I look at it like this. There's always middlemen. The church came in, right? Right. We use our Western church, even though they're all connected, they're all the same. Right. But it came in and gives what? It gives you a patriarchal. Outside father figure, right? That's God, right? In the Christian sense, it's outside of there. It's a God in the clouds, or it's outside, and it's a salvationist figure, right? And in Christianity, there's not many goddesses promoted. No, right? You have, you have Sophia and that, but that's in Gnosticism and all, right? So, so then, so then, and then, and then, this is where the church has created a patriarchy. Why? Because because they've because the real Work is done in the feminine narrative uh, 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 dynamic because, because, in the unconscious and the conscious, the male dynamic is the conscious mind. This is action, this is how shamanism works on a simple level, right? That's the conscious mind, that's masculine, right? right? This doesn't mean just men because women have masculine definitions in them as well, right? But that's the masculine side, the feminine side is the unconscious, right? This is where this is like the ocean femininity is the ocean, men are the waves. Right? Consciousness is the waves that comes out. That's action. That's the conscious world with dynamic things happen. This is masculine energy. Then it pulls back into the unconscious. That's the feminine dynamic. That's the yin and yang, right? This is where you're sitting in dualism, right? But what did the church do? Well, it, that that wafer that goes in your tongue, right, and that, that blood that you're supposed to drink, well, I read that's supposed to be period blood. Why? Because they've, they've inverted it. The real dynamic is supposed to be going into the feminine, into the unconscious. This is where shamans go. But they, they put it into a salvationist, outside uh, uh, patriarchal figure, then put priests in between it, like Ticker Tech, <laughs> middlemen, right? Between you and fucking everything that you already are. And so to me, what have they done now? Now that's an archetype within the collective Western mind of what? An outside salvationist figure. How do you how do I get redemption? Through an out through my redemption of of my absconding of sin, or I go to hell, but if I can be saved by this outside figure, well, that's a salvationist fucking archetype. Now they have the salvationist archetype thrown over to science. Right? They got rid of the priests. We'll have the scientists now, right? And what have you got? Well, we got a we got a jab jab. What's that? Well, that's an outside salvationist archetype. Mm. Everything's gonna come from outside of yourself. Here's the great trick on humanity. No salvation is coming from outside of yourself. Mm. Everything's being manifested from within. There is no salvation from the outside because you're creating the outside. This is like grasping at an illusion. Sure. I mean because because you're creating this is where they fucking trick you, right? This is where, and so when how we go, how do these people not believe all this shit? I think because they know how to trigger archetypes. So it's almost unconscious. It's like when Star Wars are so popular. Why? Because that guy knows about fucking archetypical stories Mm. that go into the collective unconscious. If you listen to Joseph Campbell, that if you deconstructed Star Wars, he would tell you this is the typical archetypical narrative which is going into the the hero's journey, which is in so many cultures, Mm. that George Lucas is revered as what? A great artist. I mean, Steven Spielberg can do it. He knows how to do your unconscious, like in Jaws. And in Jewel, his first, earliest films, you never see the, sh- you do see the shark a bit for dynamic effects, but really he uses those barrels, right? So when the barrels appear, you're scared and he's in the ocean, which represents the unconscious. That's why that film works so fucking well. Because what's in what's in the bottom of the ocean? Who knows? Like yeah. you're unconscious, right? <laughs> right, It's, it's well, a cert- scary world where most people won't go. Right? Yeah, I mean. Certainly- like when he does Jewel, Jewel, the truck, one you never see the guy right
0: you just see
1: the and it still holds up that fucking shot i haven't seen it in a long time a long time oh it's fucking brilliant right because it just you that thing it's so ominous that thing just appears and it's
0: it's but it's just driven by a bloke but it doesn't it's suddenly it's like it's not a bloke yeah it's a monster (laughs) i mean i mean certainly certainly the psychology of making people um you know follow so, for example, in this example, the the rules and restrictions, it, 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 as you say, that sort of um, religious or spiritual aspect is lent into in order because they have to have faith, as you say, in these scientists. They have to have faith in these structures. If they lose those faith, which clearly people are beginning to do with. All other structures and institutions of governance, whether it's the media, whatever. But they have to have faith. And I had this argument with many of my friends over the last two years. One friend said to me, he goes, look, I've got three kids. I can't believe what you believe. I can't believe what you believe. He goes, even if you might be right about the things you observe, whether the structures of coercion, he goes, if I believe what you believe or spend time in your head, I can't get up in the morning and bring the kids to school. Like, And he goes, I get it, but I can't open the door. Because he just said, I have to have faith that the people in those institutions are trying to do the right thing. And I said, okay, could you meet me halfway? He goes, no. I said, could you meet me 10% to just even think about it? He goes, I don't think so. And I said, okay, well, I, I, I I said for the sake of you, our argument, because we're in different positions in life and that you do need to have your, it's perfectly, however way you think is the right frame of mind to bring up your kids. I completely understand that. And he just said, I can't, I got to leave that shit at the door, whether you're right or whether you're wrong because I can't wake up and think like that, and and it was a very revealing point in the last two years because I went, yeah, that I respect because he didn't say you're wrong, or he didn't yeah, go you're yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorist, he didn't go, he didn't, he didn't try and fight me or push. Well, back. he's just laying out the way he's going to deal with the situation. Yeah, and and you are right. I think I mean there's a lot to unpack in what you just said, but I do definitely think that the psychology of leaning into that um, religious identification, which is a very sort of innate thing that we find very hard to quantify Um institutions of power leaning into that in order to coerce us as in the the nudge this like as you say faith in the scientists faith in the experts faith and you must have faith in, in all of these things when in actuality all you need to know is Pfizer made 32 billion dollars in the last year that's follow the money follow the money is a far better um mantra for through which to, lens to which to judge much of this you know see see
1: i i, I hear people go oh you know follow the money or they want the money and i go yeah no right of course there's money involved right mm. but if he thinks that they really need money
0: well i mean okay money is they the make only... the money yeah, <laughs> yeah, well okay of course <laughs> i mean if you look at it like that i mean it's okay it's not only about money it is also about obviously you know um power coercion it's about the simple process of trying to move people onto a digital grid i mean look at look at trudeau trying to um shut down people's access to their finances and the money i mean that's straight out of the ccp's playbook which is descent from the dissent from the state and we're going to close down your ability to make a living i mean that is that is pure authoritarianism 101 and if everything and if everybody's moved onto that digital grid then you can just go literally phone is red today you have no access to your account for dissent i mean to me that's that's the world they want would like to create in my opinion i knew i knew that what that was the plan 25 years
1: ago. In 2008, when I did my second comedy CD, when I did the cashless society routine, which is what what do you think they're going to do with the cashless society? Well, remember the joke. The joke was going so (laughs) so how are you going to give money to homeless people? Yeah. How are you going to give money to strippers? How how are you going to buy illegal drugs? Yeah. The irony irony being you're going to have the perfect thing to chop them up with, but nothing to snort the fuckers
0: through. (laughs) 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 Exactly. but plus on you, except except now add houses and property and all sorts of other things. Well,
1: into well plus stuff. plus on you, then well, what what can you do with this thing? Well, you can you can simply what? Well, it's not in your hands anymore. They can just go, can't get it. Yeah. All right. Plus, they could do this. They could they could put you on like under a house arrest, right? Well, your card only works in a five kilometer radius. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. or, or or as soon as you do this, it just disappears, or it says, "Oh, guess what? You've you've got nothing." Yeah, right, right, right. We we've got you on a fucking leash. right? Yeah, I mean, which is great because these systems have to crash anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at, I mean, and that's because they're prison systems.
1: They're all systems. So when people go, "Oh, see if this all stopped tomorrow," because they if it stopped
0: tomorrow, I don't think
1: that they've stopped yeah sure never Uh, fucking stopped you don't bring something this grand to the fucking place and just oh yeah sorry
0: yes no no i mean but but don't forget that this this structure this plan is a western thing it's not rolling it's not happening in south america or it's not happening in africa or the middle east or even in southeast asia like this is a this is a european sort of um thing that's kind of unfolding or unrolling at the moment and i mean as i said look at the countries who've just gone off bollocks to it whether it's lithuania czech republic sweden denmark uk ireland like it's the idea that there's one mass consensus, I think, is untrue. I think there's degrees of it, but um, it, it is. I do agree fundamentally in the principle that what many institutions of governance would love is all of these things to just fall into place and have everyone on a digital grid through which they can, you know, mine all their data, sell it, market them, and then shut them down what needs be. And so the last two years has made things that had no precedence now have precedence. And that's the argument I have had with a lot of people is they go, oh, Alan, were we ever free? And I go, you know what? We were freer in the sense that two and a half years ago, I could wake up on a Tuesday morning and go, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I got the money. I'm going to Bali today. Now I'm going to start a new life. I'm going to, or whatever, you know, you had the freedom to move, to go. And all of a sudden those work, there were constraints and all of that. There were constraints on your goals, your ambitions, the things you could do in life, because the collectivist ideal behind all of the restrictions was this this collectivist collectivist authoritarianism, which comes from the furthest reaches of the far left, not the normal left, which, is, which basically I think states that the collectivist good means that you sacrifice all civil liberties and human rights for the greater good. And therefore, so the biomedical security state is sold to you as something that you can, and here's where I tie back to what you just said, that you can hand in your tithe as the new religion, in the biomedical security state is a religious, almost a religious concept there with with medical experts as the new diocese or new papacy, you know what I mean? Which I think comes around to what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, scientists and
1: experts and fucking doctors have been fucking brought in over the last 20 years. I mean, everything in every newspaper, scientists say, yeah. scientists say. See, I don't think like fucking most people, I don't know, well, you know, but so like certainly- this. this yeah. well, I just, you know, people people are still trapped in, They, 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 we come from apes. Okay, do you? Well, I don't. Obviously, a lot of you fucking do. (laughs) Right,
0: right,
1: yeah. So, so, so these are like, like to me, these are these are great beliefs that you've got to break down. To me, see, this is how I I get. I've got to a point now where black and white thinking, which is not particularly intelligent, but I could use it on certain. I could use it on certain things, like like, to me, if you if there is a figure, a figurehead in the world that everybody knows about. There's something suspect here. Hmm. How do you know? Why does everybody know about?
0: Well, it's because
1: they've been they've been been put out there for a reason.
0: Well, it's it's all about becoming a citizen of the world as opposed to your locality. So all your local cultures and traditions, or your local gods, or whatever whatever was part of your society, um, you know, hundred, two thousand, or you know, thousand, two thousand years ago, all of that's been, as you say, conglomerated, just like media ownership into one god from whether it was zoomorphic deities before is now just one thing so all of your local uh, maybe there was you know you ha- take wherever country you're from peru or something you have that's a bad example you have your localized um sort of traditions and influences and the idea that we're kind of nowadays i think we're citizens of nowhere do you know we're invited well, to be well, citizens well, well. of nowhere
1: you know that's how i describe multiculturalism because because they say multiculturalism or well, diversity, right? But it's like it's like Neapolitan ice cream, right? You get strawberry and chocolate and vanilla, right? But that's that's diversity.
0: Careful. Careful. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But, but that's diversity.
0: Mm.
1: Right? That ice cream, here's the strawberry flavor, here's the chocolate flavor, is it that flavor, right? But but we've decided to get our cultures
0: and just mix it into a gloop.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. See how diverse it is? Yeah, yeah. but what is it? It's nothing. Yeah. It's well, I mean, nothing.
0: well, I mean, I think, I think that the smokescreen is the smokescreen is the emotional um, and moral and ethical and altruistic um, alignment with that. But in reality, it's a smokescreen, probably for the financial desires of trans multinational corporations who just have given us the fluff on the top to talk about, you know. Um, but I don't. I mean, it's well, um,
1: you know, to, to me, it's deeper than just money in corporations. It's it's, it's it's massive it's 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 bring down fucking hardcore down the rabbit hole you want to get (laughs)
0: well well, i don't i i don't know you know i still play i still play football three times a week what can i do i've got to keep my eye in um yeah well i mean it's um i i think it's it's like
1: this when your friends said when you just said some of your friends said yeah but were we really free before yeah i fucking hate this sentence yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But see, I understand what they're saying if they're saying it from the No, but what he's trying. No, what he was trying no, to do. Was was
0: just... to, what he was trying to do was shut me down and go like, stop complaining about the lockdowns and restrictions. Yeah, well, see, that's that's, that's a different like, thing. And was... I'm like, well, fuck you, man, because these this is unprecedented to lock people in their houses. And can't you see that now? This has precedence. What, they're going to do this again and again and again and again. And so, are you willing to accept your, um, as you say, spiritual, um, you know? supplication to this biomedical security religious state that you've been asked to to sort of um believe in that you're safe oh, yeah, yeah, they have your safety uh, um uh, at you know at heart which obviously they don't and i would say to him <laughs> i would say to him like hey man has has a bad thing ever happened in history yes or yes could this be one <laughs> yes or yes if so, <laughs> let's discuss what it could be. There's no way out of that argument. Like it has, do you know what I mean? It's like, I can't deal with this level of, I mean, if you get, if well, I,
1: I can see your frustration. If, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just like, if you don't <laughs> fucking, if you've not read a book or don't know, just say, I don't know, man, maybe, and then discuss, well, it could be. And, that, and then as my a mate, you know, Matt from Razor of scientist Matt, he, he just goes, he goes, he just goes to me, he's listening to me going, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, he goes, mate probability i go what do you mean because he's a mathematician he goes he goes forget a lot of this stuff let's just point plot a line between a and b and examine with mathematical probability what is the probability of that happening remove your emotional ties to remove your anger remove all this stuff and go what is the like what is the and um, put let's say place a percentage on the possibility of this happening it's in a stark way yeah but i, I, yeah, I, I can imagine I, how
1: we do it i've already i've mean, yeah. I've never spoken to the guy, but I've, I've heard the way he's thrown some bars yeah. towards Keith. And it's, right? it's great, so, but
0: he just said to me, he goes, okay, he goes, um, the laboratory leak. What do you really think? Think about all of the motors, all of the factors at play and all the people and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and then evaluate it. And I thought, okay. And then, so he just goes, now try and apply this to other things sometimes. Not always, you know, but I, I just find it a very helpful way of thinking when I get too bogged down in the weeds or as i said i as i always said to as i was talking to my friend last week um you know john who used to be in Kurokon. um i was saying to him like um john Ryan, that is um i was just saying to, he was just saying to me like don't always attribute to malice what you can to incompetence etc as in we can't always assume ba- yeah, I, bad faith you know? you must
1: know by now that i don't believe any of these people's opinions so.
0: No, no, no! But I'm just trying to. Point no, I'm, not,
1: I'm not interested in these people still trying to shrug off things through probability and that. I've done enough research for 25 years to know yeah, that yeah, there's no. mischief at hand by fucking yeah, yeah, big rules, corporations,
0: monarchies, ancient yeah, things, Vatican, yeah, but, Zionism. So I'm not. Yeah, yeah of not course. Interested but that's, in
1: this no, no, that's not
0: what I'm. Saying maybe at they all. just
1: mucked up. Maybe they just made a no. mistake,
0: <laughs> Steve. That's not. But Steve, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is that neither is it zero percent or 100 percent. That the truth is. Again, somewhere in the middle. Sometimes it moves well, up. Well, see, to see 10, I, I don't. 10. I
1: do know the truth.
0: So. No, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. Um, it, as we said again, uh, it's neither a black and white um, binary narrative. That's the problem. Is that we're we're invited to say, for example, you see this in the at the moment the arguments in relation to vaccination. It's a they've made it into a binary choice between good and evil. Choose good and evil. But it's not that simple. It's complicated. So I agree with you. In the sense that I think that I think that just these things are again just fucking complicated with nuance and context that nobody well, see, hear. See, see. Back if, to the if, Jimmy if Carr, Carr joke. Back to the Jimmy Carr joke. No one wants the nuance and context of what that joke actually is. They just want a simple answer. Jimmy Carr is evil. Cancel him. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Jimmy Carr is good. How they don't, how they don't see?
1: Yeah. How um, they don't see that is just tyrannical insanity like that's what's so frustrating about these people because it's sitting there in front of them going yeah, yeah you can't you can't get you can't tell people what to laugh at no like, like what are you talking about so it's like saying who can breathe yeah <laughs> yeah right which which they're totally into yeah yeah because that's what that's one of their things well who can breathe yeah well, no. well. yeah so you know <laughs> you know and as we were getting to before when
0: uh oh, yeah, sorry. people say <laughs> you know i was trying to deal well, your stream of <laughs> consciousness well, well well
1: as you say about well, these people are just trying to distract by going well were we really free before and it well, see see depends What i understand your sense of freedom going hey i'm going to get a barley i'm going to get a barley but that's only one that's an example of freedom that's that's the ability to to to, to take your personal self in in the world, linear time in this space, right? but there's other freedom, right? There's the, there's, there's the freedom of what of, of your internal world, right? Sure. How many shackles? Of, how many shackles have they got in your internal world?
0: Right? Yeah, but I, I agree with right, you, right? But, that, but, but I'm trying, and to also, and also, practical we, we, about
1: it, you know. None of us are free in the sense of what? Well, we have to pay to be here. Right, right. We're the only species on Earth that pays to be here. Who do we pay? Right? It's, I've been doing comedy about this for years. Who? What is this fucking spider structure that's around you? That's going? Hey, if you park there for too long, you have to give us two hundred pounds. If you do this, you're like, what? Who are these people?
0: Yeah.
1: But people think, well, that's the system, Steve. It's just well, then no, no, okay, okay. I'm not saying that we just tomorrow dismantle it and we all just live in the fields, right? It won't work like that. Right, <laughs> right, right. So. But but look at it right. Oh, you want some land? You got to buy it off us. Excuse sure. me. What, what what where did you get the
0: land? Yeah, exactly. Okay. What
1: what is this system that's got the land? It's, I'm on the earth, and one day my body will die. Therefore, someone else can have the land. Sure. Right. So it's, can, can you see what nature's showing you? Sure. Yeah. No. Right? I, 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 this, this this is constantly moving, right? Mm. So so so, so, to quantif- so so to so to put fences around it and just statify it to claim it is 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 so anti-life because it's static. Hmm. Right. This is one reason why Muslims won't use usury. You'll see it as a sin because they see money that must be moving. What's usury? Right. Usury is making cash off cash, so interest.
0: Oh, interest. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, 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 which is, Ursula. which is, that later. Like Middle Eastern banks, in the sense of not the ones that they've owned and everything, but the the the, the ones that decided, because in in Islam, at least, usury is seen as a sin. Right? You you can't make cash off cash Hmm. But one of the uh, It's a sin So you can't hoard cash And then dole it out And get us us extra Hmm. No, 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 right And also On on the energetic way On the energetic way They see that as a sin Is because Because they see it 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 must be in motion To create Right You can't hoard it Once you hoard it It's dead Because it's It's a a life-giving thing Like this Which is what life does It's constantly moving
0: Maybe they're behind Bitcoin then (laughs) <laughs> right, So it's
1: constantly moving. So, so, mm. so, who are these people that, that that hoarded land? Well, this all started way back 1066 when they started these treaties. They put this around that. We put we here We we create land barons. Yeah. Right, right. So what have we good. got? So, so now we've we've sub, we've subjugated the earth into plots. Right. This also affects the psyche. Right, because anything that's because everything's connected, right? So anything that's being done is affecting the psyche, the collective psyche, how things are fucking seen, how things are done. Now you see this as quite normal. A compartment, you can see this in modern medical science because they have they have kidney experts, but the whole thing's joined. You, you can't compartmentalize. Oh, I just look at the kidney. Now, but see, the, the kidney's connected to everything, right? So, 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 so when the kidney is is uh, disrupted everything's disrupted mm. why because because this is a system that's working in harmony right right mm. most of us aren't in harmony i'm certainly not our bodies are fucking a mess right right because 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 it's because and we have and we've and they're partly a mess because we've psychically compartmentalized ourselves because of the belief structure we're in Right. so now we go oh well, i've got a liver problem so i better go and see the liver specialist no 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 you need to see someone who understands the whole fucking system this is why I like Chinese medicine better because it's it sees the whole system right it's, it's go everything's happening this is what acupuncture is right so when I first learned this from acupuncture you got a sore knee and then you find the guy stuck the needles in here why because the pain's coming from the pain is manifesting mm. but it's coming from here
0: yeah I mean I'm right I mean, right right, yeah, right, right. Referred, referred. why because the whole system's fucking connected. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you can. Take, I think you can take a bit of both. I mean, like I did acupuncture, and it, it helped me with my knee. But then, of course, the two people doing it said, "Oh," and they were like, "Oh, it'll cure your asthma and this that, and the other." I went, "They won't. I know that." Um, and you we'll know, see. They, so it's like, okay, uh, but I'm an open skeptic. I tried it and worked on some things and didn't work on others, and I'm willing to, of course, take you know, Western medicine, this and the other. Take the bits that make the most sense. I not I don't subscribe completely to, one or, and, the, to yeah, one or the other you know also it's this also you don't have to why because your 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 body and your
1: genetics and your psyche and everything is is different to someone else
0: as a, a ginger right?
1: so so, so, yeah. so you may go in and get acupuncture and it works for this but it doesn't work for them hmm. right why because because that's why a vaccine is ridiculous one size doesn't fit all And of course yeah right? because also when you're healing so you went in to get your the way you heal also has to do with your emotional state, your psychic state, your belief systems. Why? Because it's all connected. Well, I mean, a part of that's part. Right? So if of, someone's if someone's getting acupuncture for something, but inside there's none of this is going to work. It's all bullshit. No, I really feel-. see that. Maybe what else they have to address to heal? Right, their psychic world, their their, their, their loops. This is called self responsibility. This is how you learn to heal yourself. Why? You have to know yourself. What are your enemies? You're your enemy. Why? Because because you're programmed with negative things and traumas, and you you've got to look at them and go right. Because we're getting we're getting the outside world that we deserve because we've got an unchecked collective unconscious of our own psychopathy. How many how many how many tests are they going to go? You you know we've done enough tests to realise that a murderous thug is in everybody. Jung will tell you you better look at the shadow. Why? Because you are a murderous thug as well. You know are exactly. you are you going to
0: I certainly, yeah, believe, yeah. I certainly
1: believe that. Yeah, it's like when I met. It's like when I meet pacifists to go. Well, I'm a pacifist unless someone touches my children. Well, you're not a pacifist. Right? <laughs> right. Just admit it. You're not a pacifist. Right?
0: Well, I mean, if someone everyone, harms your children. You're everyone's a fucking,
1: fucking idiot,
0: right? Everyone's pacifism will go out the window if there's no food on the shelves in three days. Oh, um, mate, if the if, mate, the, if mate, the, of course if the, they
1: will, of course they will, because because every this stability is fake
0: because well, you don't know how to also,
1: look after yourself remember that joke reg hunter where he goes so i so i watched all the uh I watched all the uh the cyclones and that in, in georgia where i'm from right and, you know i see people they're looting and doing this he goes i live in civilized people right because i'm civilized i'd seen plays i read books he goes but watching this i realized yeah i'm only one big storm away from sucking cock for a potato
0: Well, I mean, the 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 veneer of civilization is very is very thin, you know. I know that's
1: what's funny about PC people; they have no idea about that. Well, well, this is the
0: this is the this is the drum that I've been trying to been banging for ages. I did I did a podcast, and it was called "Democracy is not the default setting of society and history." dictates that that is fucking true and that people sort of living in the last sunny uplands of, let's say, Western economic um, growth for the last 30 years, the new emergent middle class post Cold War, etc. There's been a lot of growth, but at the same time, it can all easily be taken away in a fucking in a fucking uh, in a heartbeat, as we witnessed over the last two years in that in that there you can look at what's happening in whether it's in Germany, Austria, France or some other countries, New Zealand, Australia the strains of authoritarianism bubbling up the surface. They don't want to let go of the reins now they have them. And you see, and you're like, do you see how quickly that impulse, hey, emergency powers, no more democracy, that's it. We're not asking you, we're telling you. Um, it's for your own good. Uh, and it's it, like it, it can literally be like, uh, all right, let's sign that into law. It's there now, emergency laws. And you go, hey, hang on, what? It's for your own good. And it just moves so quickly and people... Think I think, especially in a country like Ireland, I mean, I get it, I understand it, we're one of the oldest democracies in the world, or like, at least in, in the West. I think there's like us and Malta and a few other places that were never occupied by um, and is by fascism or communism. So, to, you know what I mean? Obviously, you've got the fucking empire before that, but for at least 100 years or whatever else, um, you know, this element of parliamentary democracy, people believe naively it can't happen here, which I understand the principle of, but history dictates that it can. Like a cursory reading of the last 400 years dictates that even in Europe, like whether it's obviously two fucking world wars in the last 100 years or, you know, it's, and many, many other things, whether you had the, the fucking the Iron Curtain or whatever else, the idea that like it can happen here is such a, a soft um, intellectual way or non-intellectual way of viewing the dangers to democracy like you see it now in people going ah do we really need free speech which comes back to the jimmy Carr joke it's one of the tenets the structures of western civilization freedom of speech and they're like yeah but you might hurt someone's feelings or offend somebody or it's like uh, but you know your right to your duty to offend is greater than the right to be offended because that the ability the ability the ability to pillory the church or mock institutions of power, or mock politicians, or whatever else, through comedy, or anything, is the great power, or one of the great structures of Western, um, you know, civilization. Which, with its flaws, as you just discussed, I, I agree. But at the same time, there are tenets of it that are worth keeping. And if one of them is oh, freedom free. freedom of speech, uh, like, and people really skirt dangerously with it. They're like, ah, Alan, like, come on, like, do we really... Do you really need this fucking hell what what are you talking about Just, Mate, uh, the lack of understanding well, see, of history there, breaks my brain
1: the two things that you mentioned then one, when my people go oh, i couldn't happen here and, and see i look at it like this I, I don't know things like sort of uh academic history like you i'm more sort of out there in the way i think from stuff i've researched so so when people you're go you're in the you're oh, in the asteroid so, belt yeah yeah, yeah. So when so when people go, well, that couldn't happen here.
0: What are you talking about? Anything can happen, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen. I took DM. I took DMT, and I was in the on the rings uh, at the rings of Saturn, looking at DNA strands. I was fired out, fired out into fucking space, and I was like, oh, right. And they, it was like they were, it was just revealed to me. Here's the DNA strands the form of human life. And by the way, there's the rings of Saturn, which are currently orbiting. So I was, uh, you know, DMT, the, whatever it is, the dream model, when yeah, yeah. you and take it, like it literally just boom, shot out of <laughs> face for 20 minutes. And yeah. I came back and went, oh, I, I, I get it now. <laughs> like if you, it super calms you. But yeah, yeah I mean, so. Not only can everything,
1: anything happen, Yeah, everything is happening. Yeah. Right. There's different timelines going
0: on. Yeah.
1: Right, right. There's different realities. Here's, what, here's, the, here's the great transcendent breakthrough of such a global trauma, right? is. I'll tell you a story. Well, people believe me or not, I don't care. I know it's true. It happens. I'm on the tube in London. I'm standing here. Here's the door. There was a guy here. There was a woman there. There was a bloke sitting here. I'm standing. I can see through that glass thing with the tube. You know, you've been on the yeah, tube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's sitting there, right? He had headphones on. He had shorts on. He had his legs crossed. He had really hairy legs. And I remember thinking, there's some fucking hairy legs you got there, brother. And then I'm and then i and then, uh, I'm just, anyway, just standing there, right? We have to change tubes. But you only have to walk across the platform. You've right? got to get off this, walk across the platform. <laughs> The woman gets up from this seat. I remember everything. So I stand back to let her off first. There's another woman here. So that woman goes off first. That woman went off second. I went off third. So I walked straight across to that tunnel. I was there directly at the tunnel, walked straight across. The tube was already there. I walked in. I stood right exactly where I was because the door was already open. I looked down, and that bloke was there in the exact same position that he was just there. It's not like he just settled down. He was there. And, and and it shocked me because I went, this is he couldn't have got there before me. Yeah. And he was there. And I, I was my mind was fucking blown and standing there, go, oh yeah, it's it's I like I I walked into another time loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Shit, right? This is fucking full up. This is great. This is where <laughs> this is where it's sort of. That's why I I don't go into the sort of, oh, what can we do, and this, the banking, and is it this, and so forth. Yeah, it is. And, you know, are we free? No, we're not free. But there's there's a system on the planet, right? And why is this system on the planet? Because you're not free in yourself. You don't know. We don't know who we are. We don't understand our power. It's massive. We don't understand reality. That's why they've even shifted us to science now, right? Scientists, the science, blah 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 blah. And look at even if you look at the way science scientists are presented: glass, cold, steel. even even you look at the manifestation of the aesthetic, it's so anti-nature. They show you they show them laboratories, with tight with white coats and things and machines and silver, silver. And glass, there's nothing organic in there. To me, that's a phys- That's the aesthetic manifestation of the ideology. Can't you see it? Look at it, it's showing you. Nature shows you everything. Reality, whatever, shows you everything. There it is. Look at it. Look at its nature. It's got its hands into things that it can't touch with fucking biohazard suits on going, oh, maybe we have to fucking protect ourselves through 50 layers of concrete to even look. What, what are you doing? Right, right? Nature's already showing you, this is what Indigenous people understand, don't touch that. Mm. <laughs> why, why, why? This is why I was talking to this black guy the other day in London, I know Dave, a hip-hop guy, he's a fucking genius musician guy, songwriter, but he's going, what is it with you white people? You just seem to do things that black people don't do, right? He goes, you look at all these extreme sports, you're out there jumping, I go, you know, I used to think the same thing, right? It's, it's, it's almost like bike cunts are just to turn up. Is there, a, is there a cliff? Maybe we could just strap a pack of parachute on it and jump off. Right? Black people yeah. are like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right? And he's talking about when I watch this black guy on YouTube, he's so funny, he's watching Jaws, and he goes, mate, one second, he goes, I'd go in that sea. He goes, I only walk in about that far anyway. He goes, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going in there. <laughs> and I think it's this kind of indigenous thing that people who have lived in nature for so long knew, I don't touch that. Why? Well, Bob touched it. <laughs> Just <a fucking> disaster. <laughs> and it's nature saying, don't, this is not for you. Right? Just some mysteries are not for you on this level, right? Yeah. Stay away. And so then they have reverence for these animals, which can kill them. Right? And that's that goes into shamanic world, right? Right. Where now we speak to the we speak to these animals. How? In other dimensions. But right? sorry, so so we, don't fear, we don't fear them. We give them their, their right to be here. Right, they have every right to be here, as exactly. much as we do. Right, we're, we're in the whole thing, the whole dream. Right, and these venomous things. And you don't have to go sticking your finger in it fuck, <laughs> to, to find out its nature. You can go into the ethereal. Mm. Yeah, right? my ba- you, you don't need you don't need laboratory tests and stand out there and have it and kill it, yeah. kill it, and then stick it. In- Under a microscope and go look at this all you're doing then is looking at the outside manifestation yeah right you're just looking at that physical dimension
0: yeah i mean my friend my friend johnny uh, from malthusian and dread servant and all he was telling me he had an amazing experience on uh, mushrooms you know And now mushrooms are a bit of a heavier trip different earthy kind of trip than acid or whatever else um, but he said the, he said he was on the beach, right? This is about, about, I don't know, six months or whatever. And it was like three three in the morning, him and a few the people are on the beach and they were drinking and they were, you know, carrying on and whatever. And he took mushrooms and he said that he went off to lay down for a while underneath this hedgerow. And he said the, the knot, like the, 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 the wood underneath the ground of the hedgerow came up out of the ground, held him and held him by the throat and just basically went, don't fucking take me for granted. Don't mock me you know, don't pollute your body with all this other stuff. And then take me and expect you to get the right experience and held him in place. And he said, it was terrifying, but, the <laughs> mush- <laughs> but yeah, he just <laughs> said the mushrooms, the mushrooms are basically telling him don't fucking take the piss out of me by, you know, thinking you can just do this after you've been doing a whole day of this other shit or whatever else, polluting your fucking body. Totally, and, he, and the next day I was telling him and he was just like, fucking hell, man. It just, I got a, like a, a bitch slap from the fucking earth and it was a just, cosmic bitch slap. Yeah. And it was amazing the way he told it. You know, and, and it, it's, um, you know, and uh, sorry for doing injustice to the fucking story, Johnny, but, like, the way he just goes, just come out of the ground and fucking grab me. And, like, he just, like, sobered him up instantly, and he's just like, holy shit. And that comes back into that sort of conscious thing. You know, you know me. I'm a fucking open skeptic. I'm not a cynic, but an open skeptic. But at the same time, having done all of those kind of drugs, certainly having felt like oh i've communed with uh something other than uh, whatever these fucking four walls of consciousness we have especially mushrooms and things like that will or even acid you know will will uh distort and oh, those I've, things I've, of reality. I've done it. Yeah, yeah of course you know so <laughs> I've, 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 we've probably we've I've, probably uh, done it together actually <laughs> from somewhere or other you know but yeah well, if, you know it's
1: also i don't know what about me but I've always just even when I started reading shamanic books in the uh, in the 90s and this part of my brain is natural it's always just gone everything of course this is not what we think mm. it is I've always just known that I've always just been intrigued by you know people people to go you know you reckon you could walk through walls I'm like yeah I think you fucking could why and then you just hear, and the great, well, scientists go, "It's just matter moving very quickly, isn't it?" Right, right. So they, they'll tell you this, just right. So really, it's not solid, right? The scientists will tell you that. You know, the, the gods, right? I'll tell you that it's not solid, really. Of course, if you run headlong into it with the consciousness that you're, at, mm. you'll fucking knock yourself out. Right? Yeah, it's, it's just
0: a <laughs> was, swirling, a, a swirling know, mass of up atoms, up. really, isn't it? Do you know, yeah. right,
1: right. So, and then you even have to ask yourself, do atoms exist? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so, I always that's why I don't go for, for sort of hey, I've got an answer. I don't try to tell anyone hey I've got an answer because you know it's 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 a trip. I mean as I said you t- you've taken fucking psychedelics, you've gone into these things, you've mm. gone into deep I, I you know.
0: Well, like I said, when I took that so DMT, when I took the DMT that time and it fired me off into space, and it, was, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, of course you're at the rings of Saturn," you know. Or <sighs> I mean, another time I, I remember being in like um,
1: Saturn is a big planet in conspiracy theory.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I remember being on a being a, on a trip and being in a cracked riverbed um, uh, on Mars, just like on a red on the red planet, just being like lying in a cracked uh, riverbed and going to myself there was once water here, I'm pretty sure about this, and then looking down at the Earth and being like, oh, yeah. And I mean, in reality, I was just lying on the floor of my apartment but (laughs) at the same time, time, um, it was just like, basically, you went to the red planet, uh, you know, and it came back. It was a brutal 25, well, however long it was. And then, yeah, you know, and like I said, I'm sort of like between those states in the sense that I'm quite an open skeptic of most things but yeah having but, done those but, things and seen them as well i'm like I'm but at the same but at the same but at the same time i've completely uh like let go and head off been shot out into space as well so um, no, it's, i just pictured that'd be a good drawing of a guy that's in between worlds where he's,
1: he's holding under the edges of the building While, while charmedic goddesses are holding, pulling his feet
0: into the other side. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't know This sounds like a thrash metal album cover from 1987 or 88 yeah. And Edward Remke kind of like You know, I can see it exactly oh, they,
1: The first time I, I, I the, the, You know, when I did fucking Ayahuasca, man The first night oh, yeah. I, What I, was that I was, like? Well, I couldn't that was almost like that. I, I didn't go in the first night because it was almost like it was so intense and I was in such a state trying to heal from all the fucking breakdown of that that it was like the, the shaman guy just pulled me out so I was like I went halfway in I was like, no, I can't I won't let go. It was almost like you could feel the ego like I'm not I'm not fucking going right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it felt to me like the mind was like no. Mm. No, right, we're not going, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking out. Because <laughs> it's fucking intense, right? The mind yeah, yeah. is fucking the mind is fucking full on, right? So the next two nights I went, oh well, you know, Jesus Christ, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah you certainly don't you certainly don't want to do that by yourself in your fucking apartment
0: (laughs) well of course all these things are never quite i mean even the last time i took tmt i remember we're still sitting around my friend's house and everybody's sitting on the couch and i was staring at the you know the the light shade the lampshade and all of a sudden the lampshade just turned into the the all the planets and just started to move around and i was just there looking going all right so that's how fast neptune and pluto or whatever it is goes and blah blah and then you just get fifteen minutes of oh yeah that's a I know that now anyway and then all of a sudden you come down and you're back into whatever I always found it really calming you know like I always really liked the combination of all the stuff because I don't really have (laughs) any I don't really have I don't think I have that that same like you have to kind of let go of your fear when you're going to be flung out into space so I never really had lots of deep seated um stuff that was going to Push me the other way. So I, you know, could be, I could be in the room with people fucking chatting and talking shite and then looking at, okay, the wall's going to disappear now and then I'm going to be, oh, okay, well, we can live.
1: Surpre- <laughs> I'm surprised some tree hasn't come to the window and grabbed you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but I never, yeah, but I never felt like, I always felt like deeply respectful of those things in my own, even though, you know, of course, there's an indulgent side to it, but especially psychedelics, you try and hold them in a little bit more reverence. And so you don't... Right, I, well, I would now at this age. I mean, yeah. of course, when I was young, it was like <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're just like <laughs> pleasure to kill and fucking. Yeah. Just, just, but actually, no, I never really put music on but I fucking yeah.
0: It's not really my thing but either. Yeah. No, yeah. no,
1: I just I was, I was too busy fucking laughing and freaking out, and fucking running around, <laughs> I <was> sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I was young, to me, acid was like it was. It's almost like when I came to Earth, it was almost felt, I've always felt like I'm a bit trapped. This is like, this is like I've always felt, oh, it's a bit. Try, <sighs> I mean, try, up,
0: try growing up in Ireland. That's fucking... <laughs> Well,
1: no, I, I, I mean just in the body and everything. I know, like, everything I know. was so, it, the physical dimension was so slow. Mm. Uh, you know, it's probably why I got into extreme music, because right? everything everything just, oh, uh, you got to, uh, and you bang your hands. And then when you take acid, it was like, it was like I was unleashed this, ah, yeah, ah, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> cosmic ocean that I could just fucking berserk. It is,
0: it, like, is, it, is, it is. Well, that's what they say. It's like your third eye opening, or whatever. I mean, that's that's kind of how it feels. I mean, um, I mean, I took I took it about um, two months ago, actually, maybe six, seven weeks ago, and it was great. Really, really, it's like I've forgotten how much I really enjoyed this. You know, um, now. I, you know, obviously it's it's a longer haul in physically when you're a bit older to go like, all right, hour seven, hour six or whatever, you know. But, you know, it was pretty, you know, because that's, that's only the snippets. That's like the, the afterglow that you're still getting bits of this that, and the other. But yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, like all of those things, I never reproach them with much fear. As in, I never felt oh, no, like I, I, something, I... some deep unconscious uh, trauma to... to to come out i always felt like oh, i'm gonna r- roll with this and see where it brings me in i, you know, I never had much
1: i never had a uh, fear until i took that ayahuasca oh yeah but, but i was in a state as well
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm how, long did that, how long did, that, how long did ayahuasca last for
1: 14 hours
0: okay and it's so, yeah. did you do the vomiting thing or how does it go you know
1: no i did a massive cleanse for like, for like three weeks before it these people Okay. Sort of get rid of that, just yeah, and then uh... speed friends. <laughs> how do you how do you fucking describe it? I don't fucking know. Do, do you are you supposed to tell anyone? I don't fucking know. Yeah. The thing I remember is oh yeah. The only thing I remember is just going lying there and going. The shaman's in the corner, and you know, just go. This is intense. He goes, I know. Keep breathing. <laughs> yeah. good, <All> advice. Right. <laughs> it's good What are you gonna do? <laughs> Keep breathing. <laughs> Hang on, Let me press yeah. the